Stay on target. We're too close. Stay on target. Lock us in and stay on target with Denver's brand new sci-fi radio. Only on KFX 101.6 The Mix. And what's up everybody and welcome back to another episode. Episode number 111 of that Respect the Combat podcast. In this week's episode, myself, Eric, and Trico just sat down, previewed 2K23, as well as recapped Revolution. Why did I say? Only because of 2K23 in the brain. A lot of New Japan slash Sardom stuff. A whole lot more, including you'll see 285 shakas and a lot more. So let's just kick back, relax, and I will see y'all in three. And what's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of that Respect the Combat podcast. My name is Mr. D.L. Donis, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Mr. Trico Fullerton and Mr. Eric Goldstein. What's up, Ren and Stimpy? Well, we almost dabbed. Uh, tw- 2K23 is almost coming. Y'all better get y'all, wherever y'all getting, the, the last... I, I- we'll get to that at the end. Hey, I'm just telling the folks. I'm just saying. You better get y'all with pre-game on. I mean, there's another game on the horizon that I kind of want to... That... I already know is... you're talking. I already know what game you're talking about. It's the one that you reacted to on Instagram. And that you Consider... look like you're acting like a giddy little child when you saw what version it was. <laughs> well, I grew up with the C... We'll get to that at the end, and you're going to miss it, being a little girl. But yeah, 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 context, yeah, yeah. I have been dying to play. I've basically started that series when I was like 13, and I think a lot of fans of that franchise have been wanting another game for almost two decades. Oh yeah, no, I agree. When I saw what ver- I even even when I saw what version they were doing, I was like, "Wait." I'm like, "That's the t- I'm like, that was the Dragon Ball Z fighting game that I love to play." Hang on a second. And like it like it almost like gave me nostalgia almost when I saw that. When I saw the version that they were doing, and I was like, "You know what? Actually, no. This is kind of cool. I actually I'm into this a bit." Rest um, in peace to everybody's PS5 controller. Yeah. But with that being said, and controllers, let's talk about these mainstream highlights, starting with Selection Sunday for the NCAA 2023 March Madness Tourney. Ooh, wait for March Madness. Oh, yes, sir. Quick question. Any, I know half the field kind of got confirmed just not seating. Do you guys have an early favorite? I don't uh, think college basketball, not going to lie. I don't know. I just, uh, you know how we always do. We kind of wait until, uh, well, for March Madness, I know we wait till we get like to the final four. Oh, so you want to wait till basically we're talking mania stuff to talk yeah. about March, the yeah. final four. Okay. Yeah, because when it comes to March Madness, I always let the uh, let it. You play never out. know. Yeah. It's so unpredictable to where you never know. I got you. I hear you. 
But man, it's crazy per usual. But we got to, speaking of crazy per usual, Kendrick Perkins called out the NBA for being racist toward the MVP votes. Which you would think somebody, even if Charles Barkley like called him out, like, bruh, easy. I may agree with you, but bruh. Why does everything got to be a politic everything around here? Why does everything? Why did why did seep into the NBA again? It's stupid, isn't it? Yes, it is. Like as soon as I like he literally used a um legit NBA platform just to go on a rant like NBA Tuesday to go on a rant over that. I'm like, wait, what are we doing here? Moving on to something heartwarming yet upsetting as Pal Gasol's Laker jersey was retired next to his goddaughter's uh, father. Next to, so Pal got his jer- Laker jersey retired next to Kobe's. Man, did you guys? Yeah, they put it. it was... um, I think they put it right next to to the twenty four one. Twenty four. It was other twenty four the eight, but man. No, no, they was... put it next to twenty four because um. Yeah, he finished with twenty four on the far left, and then twenty four was on the right, and they hanged his jersey right, right next on the right. Dang. It was very hard to get through that ceremony, man. Right in the house, especially once he started. Like, talking about, you couldn't talk about Pal's legacy without referencing Kobe. And, yeah, that just, oof. And then, unfortunately, former Grand Slam winner and unfortunate victim of Barack, Kofi Kingston. Strico, I know. I know. Unfortunate Brock victim. Suffered an ankle injury that's gonna take him out of mania. Well, every black champion we know has been victim to Brock. Also, Brock's gonna mid title. I just thought of something really mean to say, so I'm not gonna say it. So then we don't get demonetized. Uh, uh, don't even. Moving on. <laughs> Why do I get the feeling you already know what I was gonna say? Moving on. Because <laughs> it probably already got said by either what culture or cultaholic. Not what culture. Um, Russell Talk. One of three. Probably. Re- actually, no. Nah, actually, probably Russell Talk if it was one of the three. Yeah, I think I know where you're going with it. And that's why I'm like. It's like he's taking out all the black champions. Hey, 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 hey we're not going to go there, even though. Isn't he also we a kind of are going to go there? Isn't he also a farm wrangler? Uh, let's move on because we're gonna just se- unfortunately, we're about to yeah, segue no, into definitely not saying the next thing that I was thinking because then we would 100% get demonetized. Moving on, <laughs> moving on, and I'll say this 
If you can't drink light, light identity with Brock, don't even. Don't even. We're going to move on because, unfortunately, I do want to ask you guys. And Oh, you already know this is about to get good. Who is under the most pressure WrestleMania weekend? And I just added one to continue on the unfortunate buffoonery you guys just listened to. And the first option that I'm going to give you guys almost almost, almost. we're trying to act like Brock, okay? Almost. Almost, just like he'll almost beat Brock because I mean I'm sorry, he's not beating Brock. No, he's and, not beating no, he's not being brought. Let me tell this whole purpose of almost or Omos, whatever the freak you want to call him, versus Brock Lesnar is all of its idea. Oh, it's the uh, the Colossus versus the Beast. We got to put that on the WrestleMania card. It's fucking actually, stupid. No, 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 no. No, that's actually not the reason why. The reason why is mainly because of the fact that when they were wanting, they were they were originally wanting to do Brock Lesnar versus Bray Wyatt, but Lesnar didn't want to put Wyatt over. Nah, he didn't want to do the hocus. Nah, because Brock Lesnar be like, I don't want to mess with no damn puppets and shit. No damn puppets. Why the fuck not? You know for a fact that he would get in his head so goddamn easily. The original one. The original one for Brock was Gunther as far back as November. That got changed. Okay, see, that would have been a banger. That got changed to option A or option B. Okay, you already know for a fact that if it was Brock versus Gunther, for the Intercontinental title, that'd be a fucking banger. Like, I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anyone says about Brock. I don't care what anyone says. Like, the Gunther could probably have a good match with a goddamn, with a god, with a fucking soda can, for fuck's sake. Yeah, but oh. the only thing is that I would love to see that too, but the only thing is is that Brock needs to go more than, than five minutes. That's all I gotta say. If they're doing that match, they just need to go over more than five minutes. Then would Brock be fine taking one chop, though? Brock takes one chop. Uh, He's going to be feeling that chop in the morning. That's all I got to say. That's what I'm saying. Is he fine taking that chop, though? No, nah, we'll be doing a race of who could do more chops more? Who could do more German suplexes more? Who'll be doing German suplexes? Moving on. Seth Rollins. And the reason I put Seth on here... His his pay-per-view record really over the last year and a half has sought. And now he's essentially in a celebrity match. Um, Logan. Logan I gotta say, this is a must-win for both um Seth and Logan. Seth and Logan, because Seth uh, uh Logan is trying to recover from for Roman at Saudi Arabia. And then Seth and his baby brother fucking up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then Seth also needs a needs a win too. So um, here's the thing: when they were first gonna go with this rivalry, I thought um, Logan was gonna be the babyface here, and and um, Seth was gonna be the the heel. But I'm glad they went to, with this route with Seth being the babyface and Logan Paul being the heel because I think Logan Paul fits more as a heel. So I'm kind of glad they went this route. This round. What's there? Logan Paul's a bitch. 
No comment. But okay. I'm sorry. I ju I'm just not the biggest fan of him. I just think he's kind of an arrogant prick. And but, well, I I know, but 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 let's but we can all agree that 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 the match they're going to have is going to be a, a banger for sure because Seth oh, yeah, one percent. Yeah, Seth knows to put on a good match, and then Logan's probably going to be like the highlight reel of everything. Yeah. This next one you have on here, Donnie's. I mean, that's a this one's a no fucking brainer theory. Okay, let, so let, let me Cena, ver Cena versus victim number three. Let me tell you something. Say, let me tell you something. Terry is 100% under more pressure than John Cena. 100%. Yeah. Let me tell you something. When Austin Theory should just, just let the ring and be like, hey, I left NXT too soon. Let me win the NXT championship. But like, nope, you got yourself in this mess. Now, listen, if it's some by miracle, Austin Theory beats John Cena, and have to go to the next Monday night on Raw. He's gonna face that angry crowd, just like John Cena did after WrestleMania 22 in Chicago. Um, uh, Roman Reigns after WrestleMania in Orlando uh, in 2017. So Corbin after retiring Kurt. Yep. Yeah. You kind of yeah. see you kind of see the, the similarities. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like he's gonna have to deal with all that heat. I mean, I I don't necessarily think he won't be able to, but it's a matter of like, look, it's either you're gonna have it's either you win and then you deal with all the heat the next day, the next night on Raw, or you lose and, well, sorry, buddy. Um, it, sorry, you kind of just fucked up. And you're done. Yeah. And if the rumors and the thoughts are true, it's like he's going to get Dang. beat. And then you're either going to hear somebody breathing. To a switchblade to beat, do what Theory couldn't for the US title. That's like the rumor floating around. I.e., Jay White versus Cena the night after Mania. You think Jay White's coming into Monday Night Raw? That's the rumor. That's a rumor floating around right now. Um,. I think Jay White may may turn to AEW just like what happened at Dynamite. Just a baby. I don't know. That was bro. Juice, not Jay. No, cause <laughs> when they saw the uh, I I legit thought it was gonna be Jay White. When I saw the Bullet Club sign, I was like, oh damn, it's just Juice Robinson. But I thought I'm mad about it. I'm glad he's here. But like, but I think we might get a take on like It was kind of like a downer. Well, Jay kind of. We'll get to it in a little bit, wait, but Jake kind of got kicked out the Bullet Club anyway. That's actually what I was going to say next. I was like, did he get kicked out the Bullet Club and now Dave and now David's the new leader? Yes. Wait, is Finley I mean, actually the new leader? He might be because he's running around. Gato is his he's man. Running hit. around with his dad Shillelagh beating everybody. Oh, we'll get. Trust me, when we talk all this uh, New Japan stardom stuff, we will talk about David Finley pretty much not having an original bone in his entire gimmick and persona. Yeah, I was right going to say, that, that I was like me and one of my buddies at work, Charles was even talking about it. His liter literally his persona, right? Now, his entire character right now is Evil's Bullet Club gear with Jay White's facial structure. Jay's bullet club gear and evil's like entrance jacket. 
with yeah. his dad's weapon and one of AJ's signature moves as a finisher. His literal like, finisher is a Yushi Garoshi. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, his literal finisher. Because I watched the match back. I don't know how I got lucky, and I watched the match between him, him and Ishii. And I was like, this man really just copped one of AJ's signatures on yeah. top of everything. You already look almost like a whispers in the... We're going to move on. That's the New Japan and Stardom discussion. But, Trico, you asked me this. It took me a day to think about it. Honestly, I still feel like Roman could... Roman in 2017 got the worst burial than Cena in 2023. Granted, he won, but Cena buried the entire system. At least with The Rock in 2012, he only buried The Rock. Cena in 2017, when he did that to Roman, buried Vince's booking of Roman, Roman, and his family. And if Cena wins, if Cena wins law happens again, he's just going to take old Yeller out back at Mania. <laughs> <laughs> from what he did on Monday. Oh no. What? Uh wait, who are you referencing as old yeller? He's Cena's gonna take old yeller out back at Mania and just put him out of his misery if he wins that US title. Oh, yeah. Speaking of old yeller and all life support, the next who who's under the most pressure. Damage control. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. If oh, they don't oh damage Mania, control is finished at, at the Mania. They're finished. Yeah, because if they lose the Mania, the, they're done. You want to know why? Because Bailey always keep accepting matches, and then EO and Dakota be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Same thing she did with Sasha, and then she cut. So she was the one to jump Sasha first before she lost that Hell in a Cell match and the title. Yeah. Yeah, damage they're, control is done. They're done. They're done. Yeah, if they don't win at WrestleMania, they're done. Next one, and this is probably a year in the making, Cody. He's gotta win. He's gotta be the one to take I, it. I'm I think sorry. the question I think the question is if Cody doesn't win, will Roman go to a thousand days? To a thousand days. If Roman, I don't I care mean, about if, the day count. I'm just saying, like, what happens to Cody if he doesn't fulfill everything? And especially coming up at the end of the year with all these contracts, what's next? I don't know. I really don't know. I really don't. And someone whose best performance was in. L inside the chamber versus someone who can't win a big match to save their life at not mania but the morning of night one at stand and deliver Grayson Waller or Johnny Gargano like literally Grayson Waller's only major win was a war games match 
and Johnny, like his, he's plateaued on back. Granted, he's part of the depth perception that Triple H is wanting to do. And this yeah. essentially is a revenge match that Johnny's been stewing over secretively for the last 15 months. Who's got more pressure? Especially when Quill and Candice were in the crowd. If that didn't sway anything. I hope it Well, didn't. let me just say this. I personally hope that Mr. Waller gets his head super kicked off by Mr. Gargano. And then Mr. Gargano repeatedly gives him the one point, the one, the, the one beat. The one final beat. The one final beat repeatedly to where then Mr. Waller has concussions and then he cannot wrestle anymore. I hope so too. But um, I know why they went with this match because uh, it's definitely long term storytelling because when Johnny Gargano left for NXT. And what is Johnny even going to do other than a random match at Mania? Yeah, because there was no direction for him at Mania. So um, I, I saw where, where they was going there. So it kind of made sense to due to long-term storytelling because uh, when Johnny would left for NST, Grayson Waller took him out. So like this is uh, this is definitely karma for you, Grayson Waller, and you are definitely going to get your ass kicked the hell in. Yep. I hope he does. You know the last person that unanimously that the wrestling world and the roster unanimously said they wanted to get their head caved in won the match, right? Well, Grace Awala ain't no MJF, okay? So you can get that shit out of your mind. That actually shit. you guys have a point there. He ain't he ain't no MJF. You can get that. Yeah, come on. He just a little social media influencer, bitch. Grayson Waller is just another faggot version of of, uh, of the Miz. Well, hey, we hey, hey, we're not, we're gonna move on. No, no, you started. Not, it. Y'all both of y'all started. I'm not gonna entertain time. that. So I'm, I'm gonna end gonna this crap. So I'm in. I'm not gonna entertain that language. Have fun editing that out, Trico. No. Oh no, they're staying on there. This. Oh my gosh. Whoop, Eric. Okay. I thought you were going to be the one that would have caused us to possibly get demonetized, and Trico just exploited that out the bazooka. Sure, I don't care. Y'all started it, I'm going to be on it. I don't care. Oh my gosh. I don't care. Moving that, on. That's what y'all get for playing my... Uh, that's what y'all get. I'll be right back. Oh my gosh. That's what y'all get. Oh my gosh. Moving on. Because we gotta talk about AEW. Probably a pay-per-view I personally did not care a single ounce for. I did not care a single ounce for Revolution, did you? I would say the build-ups for these matches was, was terrible. But the pay per view itself, well, 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 I think it was really good. I, they really did good with the um with the pacing of of each match. Um, I only say the the fatal four way tag team match was kind of like a the only comedy match you probably didn't really care for because it, you really wanted to see the guns versus the acclaim. So and uh, let me see. What was so the, you're not a fan of Planet Jared? Okay, let me say this. Why? Okay, answer this question. With Steam being uh, uh, when he wrestled, 
Dale, did he ever get a title shot? No, even though he's exactly. kind of so deserved it. Why is it. Jeff Jarrett getting title matches? Single, a uh, single one, uh, to be exact. Like, why? Why? Speaking of the devil and the singles match, he's getting another one on next week. <laughs> he's getting another All Atlantic. T- he's another. At no, we can't it. call it that no more. We can't call it that no more. What is it getting called now? The AEW Inter- International Championship. Wait, yep. what? Yeah, yeah they changed yeah, it. Due to um, Warner Brothers Discovery and their promotion for Sazam Fury of the Gods movie next week. Their promotion. Oh, my. Are they stupid? Listen, yeah. okay. Let, okay, okay let me be real here. I, I'll say this. The, uh, oh, wait, the, uh, the AEW International Championship has become... That uh, where I believe their um mid card inter- intercontinental championship because the TNT title uh uh-uh. uh hot potato hot potato hot potato I mean you saw no, the post no I made, more right? than hot hot potato it's being passed around Wait, like, hang on like a hang five on, dollar hang on, hang, on, hang, on, hang on hang on let's actually talk about this for a second because I you guys saw the posting I made earlier right yes yeah no personal or on your page. On, no, on the Respect to Combat page. Let me go to it right quick. No, here, listen. I'll, I'll literally say right now what I posted. In the last... Since November, there have been five different champions with the TNT Championship. It's been it's been hot potato between from Wardlow to Samoa Joe to Darby Allen, back to Samoa Joe, back to, back to Wardlow, now to... Now to um, powerhouse. powerhouse Hobbs, which actually that's six. So it's there have been six different TNT champions since November. Jesus yeah, Christ! That's yeah, that's basically a new champion like every a month. Hooker. Like a five dollar hooker. That's basically a new champion every month. Like that is ridiculous. That's not giving any type of prestige to the championship. It's basically being hot potatoed around the entire company just so that everybody could say, "Oh, I'm a champion." Yeah, that's why I say the, um, the AEW International Championship has become their Intercontinental Championship because with Orange Cassidy having to defend the title like 15 times, like, yeah, yeah. He, he's been holding it down. Holding it down. Yeah, no. Nah. And then even even when freaking Pac was the All-Atlantic Champion, he was taking that shit to indie promotions and still retaining it. And yet, nobody had... And I hate to say it, it all started with Scorpio Sky and Sammy Guevara. As soon as yeah, those that, two, that, that as soon crap, as those two put their hands, no, 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 no. Let me take it back even further, because that was just the death nail. Cody randomly, Cody got COVID. That's what started it, because that was the first hot potato when they randomly decided, oh, let's create an interim just so we can. Have something in that battle of the belts. Right. And then they did that randomly when Cody was only going to miss like one show. And then they had to do the title unification match, which was like one of Cody's last matches, which was so stupid. Oh, Lord. Five, five or six. I thought it was six. Is so dumb. 
And then the big story that came out of Revolution, though, yes, MJF retained the title after a 67-minute Ironman match, 60 with seven minutes of sudden death, but and how would y'all react if some random person threw a thing of tequila in my son's eyes, in your kid's eyes? I'd be fucking pissed. Trico. I'll be I, I I'll be pissed uh, uh, too, as I if I was the father of that kid, but um. But if you're real, if you're a real like like wrestling fan, but like you gotta understand, like uh, if being a heel, you gotta do like heel stuff because like you're playing a character, and uh, I don't know if this uh, uh, it probably was off script and everything, but um, but Tony, they, them two were not those two were that was like a real family that was not a planted family that MJ stole the drink from the mother. To chuck it at the child, yeah. But um, but at least Tony Card uh, let that kid uh go backstage and meet his favorite wrestler, which was was, was Powers outside. At least uh, he did a good thing on there. He did my thing on this, and I'm gonna say this: it was cool when Tony, Amanda, if it was just for Tony, Amanda, and Will handling it discreetly and respectfully. I'd have been okay with it. And then, but my issue was like everybody in that section trying to kid just buying all merch for the kid. I'm like, bro, there comes a lot time where it's just like, it feels like hush money. Not just trying to make amends. When you have like an entire section just randomly doing just buying stuff, I'm like, wait, there's a fine line here of like trying to do something nice to shutting a kid and a, his family up from suing because. The mom and family can legit sue AEW for that stuff, regardless of what happens. So that's where that line comes in. You know? Yeah. So that's all I'm going to say. I don't want to get into legal and particulars about that. Because we did crown new trios champions, which... Bruh, House of Black, I'm happy for him, but the story is, what's next for the Elite, and can they actually put focus on the trio titles? No. We already talked about the hot potato of the uh, TNT title. But then, I have a question, and I talked to the guys about this off camera, I think I talked about it on here. Are Jade and Layla Gray next to get that spray paint and kill Jade's legacy all in lieu of one of the worst storylines in AEW history? Well, it depends on if Jade is going to be a part of the, part of the group because we still got to figure out who is coming 
to the outsiders team and who's going to be a part of the, of the homegrown team. Because like I said before, this is all going to lead to, to a first ever women's blood and guts match. This all gonna that be- nobody's going to care. Cause you drag the story on way too long again. And it, they tend to do that. Yeah. It's like, it's but like um, I do like see- month or two month storylines. You drag it for like almost half a year and nobody's invested. But like I do see point, um, or Carla Sheeta coming in and helping out uh, Britt Breaker and Jamie Hayter because she was once on the side with Sharia and Tony Storm, but now she got to go to the other team. I honestly, like I said, I don't care. And besides, you say Sheeta, I do think she needs to be a part of it. However, Sheeta's still doing stuff in Japan right now. And as much as Tony Khan loves to just stall to make sure all the right pieces, because you see how long it took him to book, like, the end of the House of Black stuff. Like, House of Black and Death Triangle, because Phoenix got hurt. And by the end of that, it's just, like, no one cared. For House of Black or Death Triangle, so I was just like, man, does this even matter? So I do think, regardless, it doing a match like this, and because of AEW's history with Blood and Guts, because they've both involved Jericho and whatever faction he's involved with, it doesn't end the feud. That's the thing. You can book this match, but if you do, it has to end a feud, which I know it won't because unfortunately, as plot devices, you use the AW World title, women's title, excuse me, and now you're about to use the TBS title as a plot device. I'm sorry. I'm not interested in the feud that should have just died off months ago so yeah i do think jade and layla gets spray painted like get tagged next week so it's just crazy I, go ahead eric i was gonna say i'm i'm also a bit annoyed at the fact that they're actually extending the hangman john moxley feud now and i think that they're trying to do the same thing with them with the blood and guts match where it's going to be like dark order versus uh blackpool combat club well, I like. Uh, Wait, I, what? I, I, Danielson's second time off. Who would be the other three? I mean, the other two. On nah, both sides. I don't think. Uh, I don't think they might go. I don't know. Yeah, if they're gonna do, if they're gonna go that route, yeah, they're gonna need two more people on on each team. Yeah. So how are they gonna do that? How are they gonna do that? Actually, one more on Team Dark Order Hangman because. Dark Order technically has three. But let's move on. <coughs> just to respect your time, Eric, because I know you got to head out. We're good. And talk about the Triangle Derby Finals slash update going into the New Japan Cup with a follow-up heading both into Secure Genesis and Follow up from Battle in the Valley, shall we? Yep. So, 
the finals of the New Japan of the Triangle Derby, which was got turned into a trios, an artist of stardom trios title match for the like. I didn't know that Stardom was going to do this for the Triangle Derby, which was, which is a very unique concept concept that Japan does more than anybody of the finals. And I think NXT only did this once. Not the winner gets the title match. The finals was not only for the trophy, but it was also for the titles title. So in this scenario, it was for the top for oh, wow. the trio titles in Stardom, huh. which Prominence just won the Derby and retained the belts. Right, and then Sai Kamatani retained her Wonder Stardom, aka the White Belt, and then was challenged to the rematch with Mina of Cosmic Angel slash Club Phoenix, Club Venus, uh-huh. and. I kind of am looking forward to the match because you have one of the longest Wonder Sardom champions of the last like five years versus someone who I think really could like run with that white belt. But also, and we'll get to in a second, actually challenge Mercedes Monet. So we'll get to all the Mercedes Monet stuff at the end because right before we talk about the uh, identity crisis victim of Bullet Club in a second, but it's crazy. And then the World of Stardom title match for the Red Belt went to no contest, but no contest title retention for Julia, but then she got challenged by of all people, her old rival in Tam Nakano, and they want to pick up where they left two years ago. But this time, Julia said, hey, we're not... No hair on the line, no nothing. The world title is the most important thing now. So, you want it? Come get it. And then, but... Over the last current tour that they're on right now, Tam legit reminded one of her protégés in Cosmic Angels in Waka Tushima. I can't talk in Japanese, my bad. But she reminded her that her deadline of having to finally win a match or be kicked out of the group. So essentially, either show results or leave. And why do you want to do this? So essentially, yes. And that deadline and final match will be March 25th. But against Nene Takahashi of the Neo Stardom Army. And it's against somebody that Tam really wants that Tam wants that salty run back against. Which I don't know why it's against. Eric, explain to me this. Why are so many women's matches right now just salty runbacks? 
You got Charlotte and Real, which we all know <laughs> that's the ultimate salty run back. I was gonna say they've had how many WrestleMania matches now? How many title matches, not WrestleMania? Yeah, title yeah. matches. Yeah. They only had one match at WrestleMania. We don't they only have one. Which is oh, yeah. like the premise of like what Rhea said, but I'm like didn't when you call, got called up and beat Asuka, you just went to a few with Charlotte for about the entire summer that year? No, Charlotte right. at the time was just being salty. Oh, she was she didn't wasn't on the card. She was being salty. At that what I'm saying, this is a salty runback of the first one, but didn't you just have a feud with Charlotte over the title for an entire summer? So it makes zero sense. Yeah. But yeah. And then, but of course, it's in her partner for Tam Salty Rump and Nene Takahashi's partner is Tam Salty Rumback against Kyrie Hojo. Yes, she switched her name back to Kyrie Hojo instead of just Kyrie. So, um, so many different layers on that match, but in turn, it's Tam Nakano in route to the title match with Julia coming up mid-April. And a storyline for any Stardom fan, is she going to become something she utterly hates in a war trying to get the, the one thing she's coveting, which will be the world title? That's going to be interesting. But speaking of Joshi Wrestling, I do have some interesting news and unfortunate news for any Sarai fans in WWE and NXT. She don't go there no more. Sarai left the company. Are oh. you guys... Huh? I said, oh? Yep, she left it. As we're, we're recording this today. But considering Vince and Bruce turned her into listen to Jim Cornette and turned him into a Japanese girl schoolgirl. That's what Vince and Bruce cooked up for Saray. Yeah. And the only character art. I can't disagree. With why she left. Yeah, that is literally that and that last legend match are her highlights in the company. That last legend match turning her into a literal Japanese schoolgirl. Lolvins. Yeah, they didn't they didn't book her right at all. And the thing, this was just NXT. It would have gotten worse if she would have got caught up. Right around the time she started with WWE. Yeah. It was bad. Bad and stereotypical, man. Yeah. No, I agree. Speaking of bad and stereotypical, let's talk about somebody who is literally in an identity crisis with himself. You ready, I was about to say the name, but I know you're ready. Well, I mean, it's not. Listen, it's not our fault that he's got a mixture of, you know, Jay White's gear with 
uh, Evil's jacket, and then also Jay White's uh, beard and hairstyle, and then his father Shillelagh, and then he is now also using Mr. AJ Styles' as finisher. AJ Styles Sig as his finisher? Like, huh? Like, do you have an original bone in your body, sir? Oh, and I forgot to mention, you didn't mention this neither. He doesn't want to be compared to Juice. Why'd you do the same thing Juice did? Like, you don't want to remember? He didn't want to be compared or follow Juice's lead, but then he did the same thing Juice did. I was going to say, you don't want to follow Juice's lead, but yet you literally just did that. I don't care if Juice is an AEW. He legit just did that. Yeah. What the heck? <sighs> and now he's being managed. And on top of that, he's being managed by Gato. Yeah, see, that's the part that really confused the hell out of me. I'm just like, wait, didn't he just... Like... Like, didn't he just jump your boy? And then Jay turned him down. Because I think when I was listening to the English commentary on this, Kevin Kelly kind of brought it up. Kevin Kelly and Chris brought it up that when Jay, Gato got butthurt when Jay didn't want him to accompany it. So Hikaleo loss is when the setup of this was. Jay didn't want Gato wanted to meet with him and battle and go with him to battle in the valley. Jay said no. Gato got butthurt, hit up Finley, and does everybody have its permission to be in the ring with him? Boy. Quick question, because they now he's really if he wins the New Japan Cup and the title after this rebranding, there's not it's gonna be in less of an original bone in his body. Cause evil did the same thing. Played everybody for Bullet Club, won the New Japan Cup, and then won the title. Right. So it's like, what is original about David Finley right now? Okay, I get what you're saying. Sure, God, now we kind of lost you a little bit with this uh, new Japan and Stardom stuff. But let's talk about this whole IWGP Women's Championship match heading into the same night where possibly we're getting David Finley versus Sokka. And that being secure at Genesis with Mercedes Monet defending her title against still TBD. Granted, she got challenged by Azumi and accepted it. However, there were not one, but two others that want the Boston native in the ring for the title and want it at the shot at secure Genesis. And New Japan has not confirmed what the match is yet. And those other two are still Mina, who's going after Sayakamatani, 
coming up end of March. And then also Hazuki, who just at the last tournament show at the Triangle Derby Finals had the shot at Sayakatasani. So it's a pretty interesting. Yes, I would love for the champion versus champion match for the title, but you can't just throw around a moniker and a title like the IWGP Women's and saying you're the CEO of everything without having multiple people wanting to rip your head off. And she's already in a Twitter feed with everybody but Azumi. So I am very intrigued to see over the next few weeks what this Secure Genesis card looks like. So we at least know two of the matches. We just know against who for that show. Will you be staying up to like two or three in the morning to watch it? Eric. Uh, I might. Just to see if they're going to fuck their company even more and put the belt on Finley. <laughs> they put it on Evil. Evil was their champ coming out of the pandemic. This is true, yeah. Do I need to say anything? It... Apparently okay. that's a new thing now is join Bullet Club, get title match. Get rebranded and then get a title match. Apparently that's how you get a title match in New Japan. Get rebranded. And join Bullet Club. We love this foreign faction that wants to bleed us for money. Right. And let's talk about next, and I don't know why I didn't update this to say what it should say, but you UFC 285, we had two, sh which was co-headlined by two shockers in two vastly different ways, but both ended in chokeholds. Alexa Grasso became the first ever woman, Mexican-born woman, to win a UFC title throughout the history of the company. Which is insane. And she, yeah. in the process of choking on Valentina, she gave her her first loss at Flylight since 2017. And the reason I had to say at Flyweight, because yes, she's lost both fights against Amanda. Oh, we all know those were at Bantamweight. And she was going for double champ status. But hey, outside of that, she really remained undefeated until what Alexa Grasso did. And Grasso becomes only the fourth ever UFC women's flyweight champion. So shout out to her. And then 124 seconds. A hundred and twenty. Look that up. That was a round. That was a round one. Uh, a round one win for John Jones. A hundred and twenty-four seconds for John Jones, and he was getting trained. And Sahudo called him and told him and coached him to do this because he saw it coming. 
124 second guillotine led him 124 plus the 80 the 45 pounds he gained 40 pounds he gained oh yeah no john jones is a beast which puts him at 15 title fight wins in UFC history and extends the streak of the most title victor title fight victories in UFC history. And to my surprise, no shenanigans as of now. And I say as of now because there have been a couple fights overturned, but man, it's right. still what it is. Yeah. Which man. Still one of still probably the greatest. We'll see how this heavyweight title reign goes. But until then we'll see y'all. We'll be our back. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. Start your day off right with one of our K-Cups, Original Blends, Coffee House Blends, or Instant Coffees ranging from mild to dark. And now, you can discover your shade of dark roasted coffee, developed especially for coffee lovers seeking dark, roasted, complex Folgers Noir coffees. They highlight a range of dark yet smooth roasts. Find us in your local grocery store or online at Folgers.com. And just like that, we, and just like that, we are back and, well, Eric had to head out and just handle some business. So, how you feeling, Trico? Really good, really good. I told you I wasn't going to go too crazy, but, yeah, let's talk about now some gaming and the trailer that I had to hype. And if he's listening, my old my oldest brother may get sent to meet Yamcha figuratively with one of these announcements. Because last Sunday I announced a reveal of a piece of my the continuation of a piece of my childhood and Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 4 got revealed. Yes, sir. What were your thoughts? Everybody saw mine on IG. What were your thoughts on it? It looks good. Bruh. To think a piece of our childhood is back is nuts. And then a part of the Revolution presser and we separated it because of the game is Fight Forever is reportedly per Tony Khan completed but he still didn't announce a release date. Do you care at this point? Do you care at this point? Do you care at this point? Be honest. Do you care? For Fight Forever. Because huh. in the span of Fight Forever, we've gotten three WWE games. And Fire Pro still a banger. Heck, I may be playing Fire Pro till next week, and we get a two K twenty three. It's not that uh, I just want to see what, what the games look like, so I can give my comparison between 
2K23 and Fight Forever. Yeah, I still could care less because of how much we've had to wait. And then also, Tengaichi 4 was not the only game Dragon Ball announced because the Dragon Ball Super TCG card game is going digital. And that, with a beta coming out at the end of the month, open beta out and signups are open now, but PC only. And last but not least, with WWE 2K23 coming out next week, of course, we got the full DLC list for you guys. Shall we go through it? Yeah. Starting April 19th, the Steiner Row Pack. Cheesy name, but Hit Row with BFAB included. And the Steiner Brothers. Not even Big Bad Booty Big Bad Booty Daddy Scott Steiner. We're getting 80 Scott Steiner. We'll go through all the DLCs and you can give your review at the end, okay? Yeah. Then DLC 2. Pretty sweet pack of Pretty Dudley, The Good Brothers, and Tiffany Stratton. Then deal, and that's coming out May 17th. DLC 3 coming out June 14th. And this is the race to NXT pack of Harley Race, Ivy Nile, Tony D'Angelo, Trick Williams, and Wendy Chu. Probably my least favorite pack. I don't, what do you think? So far. Before we continue, Trick, are you a fan of the race to the NXT pack or not? Wait, say the question again. What is it? Are you fa a fan of the race to the NXT pack? Harley Race, Ivy Nile, Tony D, Trick, William. Nah, the, 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 there's there's some there's some they, they could have changed around some of the with some of the packs. They could have changed around. Some okay, of stuff, so that could have been that could have been fixed. I just wanted to talk about that one real quick. Yeah, this is like my least favorite pack. But then again, we scroll down even further with stuff that could have just been on disc with the Rebel with Wyatt pack of Blair Davenport, Bray Wyatt, Joe Gacy, La Hala, aka Sarah Logan, and the late Tiny Lister, aka. Zeus. And then the final, probably my favorite pack, the Bad News U pack that's coming out 16th. And we are getting Andre's Andre Chase, Damon Kemp, E. Torres, Nathan Frazier, and we're all afraid I've got some bad news. Wade Bennett. And if you order the 120 icon edition, which is digital only, and then you get that with the Leviathan Batista, 2001 Brock Lesnar, 
you get the prototype Cena with the blunt tips and legend baby Randy Orton. And then you still have time to get the pre-order pack of Bad Bunny. With yeah. all that being said, what is your favorite and least favorite pack? I kind of know your least favorite pack just because you want to incinerate them, which would be the pretty sweet pack. Most of uh, every pack is whack except for the Ruthless Aggression pack. Honestly, I gotta disagree. I think they're all trash outside of the pre-order because my take on the because in this with the Cena showcase, that's what makes the Ruthless Aggression pack to me garbage. Because we're getting O2 Brock anyway because of the Cena showcase. We're getting Randy Orton 07, like RA Randy Orton anyway. You're getting Ruthless Aggression Batista. And then obviously you're going through the Ruthless Aggression era with Cena. So you're already getting, so you're pretty much getting palette swaps. And the WrestleMania 22 arena. Palette swaps in the WrestleMania 22 arena. So, thoughts on that? I think for them, if they... If it wasn't for the creation suite, I would just spend the 100. If it wasn't for the creation suite... I would only drop the 100. I would not care for the other 20. Because, like we both said, I could do with pieces of every DLC pack. I can't deal with the Ruthless Aggression pack because people can actually create the WrestleMania 22 arena and make it look better than what almost a drop-dead replica just won't have the same like style of effect. But that's just me. And with that being said, I know Eric is going to say support Fizzy and all that. Me, nothing going on. What you got going, Trico? Well, uh, we got we going to be talking um, Oscar Sunday. Um, Oscar or Oscar? Oscar. Okay, we with Mania coming up, you gotta speak a little clearly. Sorry, man. Because I know it is like similar. Mm. Yeah, I see what you're going about. But yeah, we're going to be talking. No, matter of fact, let me just say the Academy. That's what I say, the Academy. Here we guys going to be talking about that. Um, Gonna be having a movie review on screen six and and much of other news. On screen. But other than that, um, there's one thing I want to mention. I did saw I did see Floyd Mayweather and Jake Paul last night at the Heat game. 
But um, but with that being said, y'all, uh, much love, and we'll see y'all next time.